0: Blog Talk Radio. Cut grass. I'm back in my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads. Standing in the huddle, listening to the call.
1: Bands going crazy for the boys of fall. Hey, everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson. I'm your host, Dave Johnson. I uh, have a good show for you tonight. Uh, got a couple topics to talk about again. Um, same person that uh, asked me last week to talk about the two and mentioned these two. And the uh, topics are how do you get a good offense and how do you get a good defense. So, a couple really good topics to talk about tonight. Uh, it's if you have any questions or uh, we'd love to hear from you, call in. You can, uh, phone number 657-383-1020, chat room at radio.jchawks.com. Um, please do give us a call, you know, uh, we'd love to hear from you. I, I get to answer a few questions from the same people. It seems like most of the time, and, and I really enjoy them, uh, taking the time to write us a few questions and, uh listen to the show and join in every Tuesday night so um I'd like to hear from, from all of you. Uh, I like answering these questions. It sort of challenges me and uh, to think and put you on the spot for the moment. So, you know, I'd like to um, hear hear a lot of them. uh today our uh, fundraiser for the Tri City Thunder, uh bowl pick preview, I guess however you wanna say it started today there's uh, 26 total games you had to pick and three of them were today Um, so two of the three games today was Utah versus West Virginia uh, Duke versus Northern Illinois Kansas State versus UCLA Um, last week I went ahead and picked them all, I'm not in that uh, in the pick part of it but I wrote them all down and picked them, and today I've got Utah, Duke, and UCLA, and I think Utah and Duke have already. Um, Before Christmas, there's 14 bowl games, and uh, I had seen two teams play, and that was Texas Tech and Army, and I picked both of them, and I won one lost one, but overall, I went, I think I was 14, about 14 games, I eight and six. so. Um, that ain't too good, I don't guess. But when you haven't seen any of them play, I don't guess it's too bad either. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, sometimes just picking these things, it's just toss-up anyway, you know, just like a shot in the dark, as some people might call it. But, um I'd say I say, I was a little bit above 50%, probably not a lot. But um, thought I'd at least get nine of them, right? But. I just go show you it don't matter. Um any any given day that you take the field, any given team can win. When you're at those left. When the competition is pretty even that's what they do try to do these bowl games is power up uh even match teams. Um that's what you get. And you know, it's the same way in high school, um, small colleges, big colleges, whatever, so uh so any given day you take the field anything can happen. So, you know, um, we we you never know. And that's why, you know, they play the you heard old saying, that's why they play the game. So um there's there's gonna be bowl games every day from, from now on to New Year's Day and including New Year's Day. So, um if you miss the days you can them tomorrow. If you have ESPN, I guess. I guess they're covering a lot of games, so um, which I don't. So I haven't got to see any of them, as a matter of fact. But, um, you know, this, this bowl preview, I'd like to have a few more teams. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, uh, you know, it been this time of year, and we just did it by the uh, spur of the moment kind of deal. Didn't get it advertised real good. But it's a really fun way to – to keep up with, uh, you know, the bowl games. I I've actually entered a couple times. that A friend of mine had them and, and won both of them. So, I, I mean, I really like it, and it's a good way to, you know, help our team. Um, so, I was hoping we'd, like to say, get more players, but it was basically my fault. I didn't, we and Jennifer made the papers, but I didn't get them out in time to some people, so. But, hey, you know what? It's just a a start. Like I told her, we'll do a better job at it next year. We're always going to have these games. Um, We just need to prepare before and start earlier. You know, and here at Christmas time, I had a lot of people tell me, hey, I'd like to play. Here it is Christmas. Because most people, when they play, they won't play more than one sheet. Um, You know, it's about like people playing a lottery. Most most people don't play the lottery like I do, buy a ticket every now and again. They want to buy tickets every day. So, you know, that's um, that's what it's like. And it's just a fun way to, to keep up um, certain teams. Most, not necessarily your team. Your favorite team may not even make it. So, um, you know, just give you a way to, uh, some people say, do a little research, check who they like, who they don't like. You know, maybe you can just be better off and just flip the coin, who knows? But um it, it is a fun way and, and I hope whoever wins, uh they'll win them a little money and, and we'll made a little bit and had fun doing it and, um, like I said for the first time and you know, anything you do something for the first time it, it always needs a lot of improvement and, and you get better. So we're we're gonna keep keep after it and um hope hope everybody that does play um of course there can only be one winner but good luck to everybody that does play and you know i'd say a lot of these college teams they're they'll be glad when these bowl games are over you know because some of their newly hired coaches are still at their uh, uh old schools and uh here recruiting is a big uh part of the football season this time of year and um they need to be on the recruiting trail and, and all that stuff, get familiar with the players that's already there. And so there's, there's a lot of um, a lot that goes into this that people really don't understand. <laughs> uh, when you at college level and pro levels and things like that, I mean, um, you know, especially you get to these big schools and, man, ever. Every recruit is important, and the competition is just unbelievable. So, I'm sure a lot of these teams will be glad when these bowls are over. So, um, you know, to get everything back to normal, get back to rolling. Um, you know, I, I mentioned, I guess last week, maybe the week before, about the University of Tennessee getting a new coach and Jeremy Pruitt. Well, our local uh, college here in Johnson City, Tennessee, East Tennessee State University, they've got a new coach as well, um, Randy Sanders. Um, he used to uh, uh, be an assistant at the University of Tennessee. And he's actually an assistant at Florida State right now. So um, they hired him. Everybody's excited to see how he's going to do. Um, myself, I'm not the biggest fan, but uh, a lot of people are, um, so maybe they'll do a good job. I like the Carl Torbush. He's the one. Um, he, he just retired. Um, a lot of people don't know. and You know, a lot of people don't think about stuff before they make statements, but he took over a program that for three uh, the last three years that they just started over from scratch because several years ago, they got rid of the football program at ETSU over here. And uh, he he got progressively better each year. And for those of out, you out there listening, if you don't think it's tough to start recruiting and, and go recruit players and say, hey, we ain't, we ain't even going to play any games this year. We're going to play a few uh, in-house scrimmages here and there, you know, maybe two or three. So it's actually going to be two years before we ever play a game. I'm telling you, that, that's tough. And, uh, you know, a lot of people around here, local, oh, man, they, he ain't doing a good job. They, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tell you something. He, he did an excellent job, in my opinion, uh taking a team from ground zero and had no recruits there. And you got to go out and recruit. Not only that, it's, uh, him and the uh, former which is now the AD at Tennessee. they got a coach and staff put together um, in, the, in the same kind of way, you know. Hey, you go out and say, hey, we want we you, but, you know, we're starting a brand-new program, and, and it's going to be two years before we play. And, you know, a lot of these coaches, I mean, some of them, I guess, are happy with just being assistant coaches. Well, I'd say a lot of them, you know, really want to um, – be a head coach, I guess. I, I mean, I don't know. So, you know, after if you can imagine, just going and starting a program at the college level. Now it ain't it ain't no um, SEC or nothing, but still, college football is college football. So, um, you know, they they did a good. Uh, he did a good job, and the other coach did a good job. We went and watched them play. Last year when they had the game with the Bristol Monday, and uh, they actually won. They were the underdogs. one. Uh, won. Uh, did a good job. I thought. I liked it. Um, not only was Coach Torbush a, a good coach. He was a great person as well. Uh, he actually had come to a, a couple of games of ours <clears throat> to uh, watch the tri City Thunder play. So he was a really, really nice guy. He had went to... Uh, Carson Newman down here in Knoxville and uh, formerly was the University of North Carolina football head coach. So just a great guy, did a great job. Um, maybe I'm hoping Randy Sanders does a good job. Um, a lot of people are really happy about it. You know, a lot of people um, really like him. So, you know, maybe maybe he'll do a great job. So that's that's what, you know, we're hoping ever. Every little community, I guess, you have a local uh, college team. But, you know, you want to see them do good, and these guys, uh, you know, they they play just the same as, as the SEC and all these Power Five companies do. I mean, they're just not as uh, in the same level. But the, you know, the competition, as far as the parity goes, is just the same. So it's a uh, it's uh it's great to see it back over there, and I'm I'm excited for it, and I'm hoping this Jeremy Pruitt guy works out for Tennessee. Tennessee football used to be uh, one of the dominant teams in our area, and here in the last several years, really uh, taking it on the chin, as I like to call it, and uh, it's been pretty bad. So maybe they'll uh, get it together as well. Uh, this Jeremy Pruitt guy. I mean, can you imagine what kind of a um, – and I know he's not the only one, but can you imagine what these guys hired and head coaches with, like Randy Sanders. He's at Florida State right now, and they're playing in a bowl game. And, uh, you know, trying to get ready for that bowl game, that team, trying to recruit, trying to get in, you know, the personality, new team, trying to hire coaches. You know what, buddy? They're they're up against it. So, it's, uh, people like that don't think it's tough. Idiot to, and, uh and those guys—they do a good job with it. I'll, I'll tell you that. So, um, they may not make every decision. Um, you know that us people sitting at home uh, contradict, but you know I'll tell you when you get in games, those game time decisions and just spur the moment deals—they're it's hard to make them. And you know it you're if you're a hero if it does, and you're. Terrible for not. So you know, if it goes good, it goes good. If it goes bad, it goes bad. So uh, you have to bear with me. I've had a dang chest cold. It's been the weather. It's actually been pretty cold here, and uh, and I've got a little bit sick. But uh, so we're we're rooting for uh, these local colleges around here. And I know a lot of people around the country don't even know where that is, but for those people that are listening they know where it is. So um you know, the football, college football uh getting down to the nitty gritty, so there ain't a whole lot to be talked about. Um NFL, there's what one week left to regular season. Uh, I think I think the Dallas Cowboys are out. I think uh um Atlanta wins they're in and if uh, they lose, and Seattle wins, they're in. So, it's tight. You're an NFL fan. It's getting had to be um, a good time of year if your team's playing in the postseason. If, if they ain't like me, you probably won't even watch it. So, um, you know, I did hear today that uh, um, New England Patriots signed James Harrison after the Pittsburgh Steelers let him go. You know, they're, they're famous for... Doing that kind of stuff, picking up an old guy that somebody don't want or can't get along with, or something and they take him up there and make him a pro bowler, model teammate, or whatever the case is. So, there, uh, I tell say he can help them, you know. Um, but I didn't, I don't watch a lot of NFL anymore, so I can't tell you a lot that is uh, going on there. Just a few highlights and what people tell me. If it's on a local channel, I'll watch a little bit of it, but uh, I haven't watched the whole NFL game in a long time. I probably will watch some of the playoffs and, and maybe the Super Bowl. So, um, you know, I don't know. So, well, let's get right down to it. Let's get on these two topics right here. Um, you know, the the first one is, is what makes a good offense. And, The first thing I would say is you've got to figure out the personnel you have. Um, You know, each each team, now, even in the NFL, they don't run in college, and they pick their athletes, and they sign their players. They don't all run the same kind of offense because they don't all have the same kind of personnel. different coaches like different styles, well, in, in the women part of the game, and that's what I'm speaking through, man, you may not get to run the kind of offense you like. You know, you just have to figure out what kind of personnel you have, and then you have to build offense around that. I mean, you might have a a running quarterback. You might have a, a pocket passer quarterback. You might have a dual threat quarterback, you know. Then, then you got to have receivers. You know, I don't know, um, and I'm sure the bigger teams do. Uh, we played one team in Fayetteville, Pierce, and they got a good passing game. They got a good quarterback and uh, three or four good receivers, and they they run that spread, and and they that's a good offense. If if you got a quarterback and receivers that can catch the ball. That, that's a good offense I, I like. But, you know, if you don't, you know, you might have all uh, fullbacks back, you know, back there and, and all tied ends in instead of any wide receivers and, and a quarterback that should be a fullback. Then you're going to have to run the dang wishbone or, or uh, something, you know, to where it works for, for your personnel. And a lot of people, you know, they just, you know, I, I've seen these teams that are just set on, we're running this, and this is it, you know. And I guess, hey, whatever, you know, suits you, I guess it's, uh, it's all up to you. But, you know, if if I've got a bunch of tailbacks that can really run and get around that edge, then I'm not just going to run it up the middle, you know. And if I've got a bunch of fullbacks that can't get around that edge, and we're going to learn to, to run block, and we're going to run it right up the middle. Um, so, you know, but I'm going to be smart enough to play to my personnel. <laughs> so, you know, uh, we that's the first thing we do, you know, even when we've been working out and on Thursday, and uh, you know, just sort of getting receivers and quarterbacks on the same page, and Trying to and uh, saying who catch and who don't, as far as the new players and who needs a lot of work and and who don't and um, you know what that's that's what you have to do to get a good offense and then you know you have to uh, build your line um, if you're going to pass you have to set them up to to be pass past blockers and then run some and if you're heavily run you got to learn them to be around blockers and you know, just pass block when when they're needed to. Um, so there's you know, it it takes a lot I and mean, in women's football, a lot of the same girls play on both sides of the ball and uh it it's it's tough, you know, I am gonna tell you, it really it really is tough. A lot of you know, people don't understand um you you don't get the you don't see NFL team practices every day, college team practice every day, high school team practice every day. Uh the team you might get to practice two times a week and maybe some of the bigger teams practice three times a week. So they you know, lots of repetition of whatever kind of offense you run is is a good thing. I mean that's gonna help you I don't care if it's a wishbone, if it's spread, or what you get a lot of repetition with the same players there each time, you're going to get better. I promise you. But the problem with small teams is is a lot of times they don't even have enough. I mean, if you've got 14 or 15 on a roster, and a lot of these smaller women's teams do, um, and if you remember correctly, the a team from Arkansas won the uh, Division Three WFA Championship thirteen last year. Um, so chances are, you ain't even gonna have eleven there. I would dare say that very few times are you even gonna have eleven to show up at practice if you only got thirteen. So you know it it's it's tough. I mean it's really really tough. And when you see some of these small teams. Um, with a great offense, that means they've got some great players with some great knowledge. And uh, that, uh, to me, is is a, is a blessing because if you can't practice, especially if you take like Fayetteville Pierce, I'll guarantee you, They practice a lot between the quarterback and the wide receiver. Because if you don't, you can't get no kind of rhythm. You can't figure out, you know, when she's going to break and throw that ball early. And, you know, some of these teams got a few DBs on, that if you throw that ball late, uh, they're good enough to get it. So it's on the same page with, with the receiver if you're a quarterback. Is, is very, very important, not only for the quarterback and receiver, but about the quarterback and, and center, you know. most important thing is, is the the center has to get the ball to the quarterback. If the quarterback can't get the ball, then, then none of it ever happens. So people don't understand that the, Center quarterback exchange is just as important as any part of it. As a matter of fact, it's uh, it's more important than any of it. Uh, well, each part, I guess, is more as important as the other. But it's the first thing that has to be done before anything can happen. So, um, you know, each quarterback center, quarterback running back, quarterback receiver, line making the blocks, you know, it's a, it is a lot of work. Get, uh, get a good offense out there. I know my team works more on offense than we work on anything, anything. I'd say that it's four to one, maybe more than that. And it's hard to get everybody on the same page. I mean, it is, it's a tough thing. Now, when everybody gets there, everybody knows the plays. It don't matter what personnel you got in the huddle. When the quarterback calls the play and everybody knows what to do, Everything goes good. It, it's a it's a beautiful thing, and you know that's that's what it takes. I mean, everybody I'm sure is aware of who Peyton Manning is and how great he was. And that guy was a workaholic. They said he would show up before anybody. He was over there, um, you know, had guys off the practice squad. He was paying them just to go catch balls, just whatever. And and that's, that is what it takes. I mean, I know he's getting paid lots of money to do that. Don't get me wrong. But if you're going to do something, does it matter? If you're getting paid those millions of dollars, why, why can't you take it Mr. serious? And you never know what might come out the end. You know, just because I'm donating um, my time to a game that I love don't mean I should not give a hundred percent and wanna be the best. And I think too much and that's what hurts women's football and hurts these girls uh playing women's football, uh, because it it's so important that you make those practices and I I get it. I mean I know First thing a lot of people are going to do probably after they hit a start sending me messages. Are you talking about me? You know, I have to work, and I get, I, I get it all. But my theory is, if you're going to play, be the best. Put out the most effort. Want to be the best. You can't be the best working at it one day a week when the coach decides to have a practice. You know, you just can't do it. So that. It just don't work that way. Uh, you know, The an offense is one of those things that it takes just so much time. I mean, you know, like, for instance, the the two people that are probably going to be uh, fighting for the center position on our team this year, we did every Thursday workout with, without them. We've had people that are just them, uh, filling in to snap the ball. And, you know, of course, it's it's a good thing. We want everybody across our line to be able to play every position. But when, when they don't get snap back there, then it screws up everything. And, I mean, we probably have to rerun I don't know, 10 or 20 plays in the course of a, so an evening. And the receivers are running those routes anyway. The running backs are running those routes anyway. And the ball's on the ground or the ball's over the quarterback's head, whatever the case may be. And, again, we're talking about somebody backs never snapped. And, and it's different. But still, it, it it's, it's that tough. And so, everything has to go right, you know. And I just – if you're going to play offense, you have to put more time in it than anything. I mean, you you have to be just – you have to study it all the time, know your position inside and out, know the plays inside and out. You know, um, me picking the coaches' main every chance you can, that kind of thing. You know, so, it, it, you know, it has to become – a high priority. Um I know people's job and work, that kind of stuff. But I'm telling you, if you're gonna be great on offense, whatever position you play on offense has got to be a major priority. If it's not you're gonna you're gonna see see it on the field. Um, you know, I, I tell a lot of these girls all the time, um, I, I wanna hear somebody make excuses why they can be at practice instead of why they can't be at practice. Because the offense it's it's just so important and it requires so much of your uh, time and attention. You know, I, I'm I'm telling you, I just I see the best players if you sit down and watch a game tomorrow, say, or a game tonight might be on. Uh, or a bowl game tomorrow. You watch some of these teams that have offenses, and at certain times during that game I'll bet you they struggle. And somebody along the way, whether it be center, is gonna mess up or the quarterback mess up, somebody's gonna run the wrong route. So even those guys that been practicing for days and days and days and days and in the NFL, all these guys, they they struggle every week, you know. We seen uh, you know, Tom Brady, one of the best ever played. I did watch a little bit of that game. Uh, I did whatever day it was there, Christmas Eve. And, uh, you know, he threw a simple interception that uh, looks like, uh, um, you know, he it's a throw that he's made numerous times. And you wouldn't think that uh, he uh, he would throw that ball, but he did. You know, sometimes it's telling you, sometimes they let their guard um, let their guard down, or think they can do a little better than than what they could, and uh, so it, it's not as easy as everybody would like to think it is. And and if you think it is, then step on the field and come show me, and uh, come to practice or workout. So, um, and we and we'll see how how it is. So, all, all we know is how how hard to work on it. Um. You have to, as as a woman's team, as a woman's player, um, take offense very, very serious. I mean, it is unbelievable what you can do if you make it a priority. Take it serious. Show up at all the practices. uh, Run all the routes. Make all your throws. Whatever. On a regular basis. Run the ball hard every time. Every time called run your play. If it's a run and play and you're a receiver, run the route block. Pretend like you're blocking. If it's a bootleg, run your route. And I'm gonna tell you something, because when you get in the game, no matter what happens, repetition's in your mind. You've got how many steps down. Some of these field women's play on even marked that good. So you know by how many steps you run when you need to do your break. And all that stuff. And I'm telling you, if you do that, then you're gonna find out that uh, offense just become what was what, what's so hard just become a lot easier. So um you know, I it's just it's just so critical, um, that you that you have to donate that much time, uh, make it a priority. Uh if you're in know all the holes know all the blocks, uh know when you have to pull. You don't have to pull. Uh do just be able to play every position. I mean, you see these guys in the NFL. One week are playing tackle, next week guard, next week center, whatever the case may be. It's it's something different ever you know, every week. So um know your position, uh show up to practice, pay attention, um you know, don't don't take it lightly. And I think so much um so much of the women's game uh is not taken serious because a lot of the players take it lightly. <laughs> and I know uh, I've seen that happen, you know, before in our team and I'll tell you it drives me crazy. Uh, anybody that knows me, I am I'm, I'm harping on them all the time. You need to get there. If we're if we're gonna if we're gonna be good you have to be here. And it may be a new player. It may be an old player, whatever If you're going to play here, you, you're going to have to show up um, as much as you can. And if you show up and you, you do everything like you're supposed to, um, I promise you, you'll have, you'll have a pretty good offense out there. And it don't matter what kind of offense you run. I'm telling you. It's reputation, seriousness about it. Getting those reps, is, I can't stress that enough, under your belt with the same personnel. If you got three running backs, all those running backs need to be touching that ball the same amount of times in practice. I know, man, we do the same old thing. Guess what? That's how you get it down. When you can do it without hesitation, 100%, connect on all your passes, 100%, and you can say you've got some. Till then, you're going to keep on doing it. If you can't do it in practice against nobody, how do you think you're going to do it in the game against competition? Um, if you do those things, I promise you, you're going to be uh, a lot better player, plus you're going to have a lot better um, offense out there. Um, so um, that's, my, that's my theory on putting a good offense out there. So um, second topic was how to get a good defense. Now, Defense is, is, is a lot different. You you heard the term flying by the CD bridges and and all that. Hey, I'm doing this, you know. Well, defense is that kind of thing because every single time you usually have to do something different because most of the plays are are not the same. And if now the reads might be the same for for a lot of uh, linebackers and stuff. The reads might be be the same, but when when you're playing defense, man, you have to be uh, a reactor. I mean, you you can't be sitting back there waiting on something to happen. Oh, then I see it go. You have to see it and go. I mean, you have to go when you see it, and uh, that's uh, that's what's uh, the beauty of defense. And of course, I'm. You know, I played when I played ball I, that's what I when I played the whole game. I loved defense. That's what my love of football was was defense. And you know, and a lot of people you hear the same thing. You know, I could ask a lot of my players, uh, what uh um, what position or what side of the ball they'd rather play. And I can just about tell you which ones say they'd rather play defense versus playing offense. So, um one thing for sure, put a good defense out there. You give me you give me eleven girls that don't know so much about football, that are tough, that'll give you a hundred percent every single play I'll take them any day over all this talent that, that won't. Uh because you can make you can make a great defense that way. Uh, Because I'm telling you, for that ball snap, every single player has to be going 100%. And if you are, good things are going to happen. And I'm going to tell you something. I've seen it in in football boot teams. uh, If you're going 110%, and you make a mistake, and you keep going, most times the mistake's overlooked. You know, it was... uh, I don't know. I guess oh, I know. it was an Army-Navy game. Um, the guy took a, a bad angle, missed the tackle. He proceeded. He was a lineman. This guy was a quarterback a running back uh, running down the field. This lineman just takes off, does not get played, just dives at him. I mean, barely gets a piece of his shoe, and the guy trips up and, and falls. You know what? That was all anybody knows was the guy. As coaches might have as far as everybody watching TV, all everybody noticed was, "Hey, look at that shoe-string tackle! That guy did not give up on the play." That—that's what I'm saying. And when you play defense, you have to be able to move. You have to be tough. You have to be willing to take those hits, play in, play out. And you know, I hear—I it's—it's funny. I hear all the time. Uh, oh man, I I won't play defense. I won't play defense. I won't play defense. But you know what? My my suggestion is get in better shape, get in the best shape you like, get to where you can move your feet, go a hundred percent, and you better be able to strap it on and be tough. Uh, I think if you you do that then uh, you you've got a good chance at, at uh, being a, a good defensive player, so um that's that's the kind of players I like, you know, go wide open, give it everything they got. We, we've got them. We've actually gained a few of those players. We've got some really uh, hard-nosed tough players and uh, they're gaining more knowledge. And the more knowledge you learn about anything, I know knowledge is important on offense, probably more than defense. Cause like I say, you have to be a reactor and the, uh, But the knowledge you can learn by just watching games, you know, watching film. If you can figure out, hey, I remember in this film session, the formation they lined up in, um, they, they run the ball to the left side right here. And most of these teams, and I'm telling you the NFL is no different than they have tendencies. And those tendencies, they sort of, all right in place, and as the game goes along, hey they see you out of place on one play, two or three plays later, they're gonna line up another a play to exploit you so if you're paying attention, you've seen that formation two or two plays ago, you might just get to make you play, get you sack whatever so you know if if you if you're um willing to give a hundred percent and you're willing to uh, uh take those hits and watch that film, then you, you can make a good defensive player. Now obviously, you know, the, the more you watch games and, and the better you get with your position and and more uh, the familiar you get with, you know, alignments on um defense. You know, there's like a three four, uh, four three. Now, some people run a five two um, you know, when I first started uh watching women's football it was a run heavy league and shoot the team I seen played it and throw it well and look to it one time again. The and they just run lined up, run a wedge type thing and run it every time. And and all those girls did was they'd just stacked about six or seven there on the line of streaming and it just looked like a big two big walls going at it. So you know, it, again, it goes back to your personnel, but I, I want myself, even if I have to take smaller players, the ones that, that are tough and want to give me 100%, That that's what I want. Uh, I'll take that over to the bigger players uh, that can't move uh, because I've seen some great players uh, throughout since I started being a part of women's football would just get in shape, oh, man, you talking about defensive tackles. I mean, big girls that are strong and got knowledge of the game won't get in shape. If you run right near them, they're going to make the play. If you run away from them, you don't even need to block them. And that's sad. You know what? That To me, that's sad. And that, I always say this. Take zero talent to hustle. And defense, it's where you have to have that hustle. You watch you watch a college football game tomorrow. You watch two defensive backs ever play. If they're running that ball, there's three or four of them in that ball every time. But, I mean, they run a lot. You don't see um, you don't see them taking plays off. <laughs> so you have to be in shape. You have to be tough and willing to to uh, give it all every single. And uh, if if you do those things, I promise you, you're going you're going to make a great defensive player no matter where you play. And if if you can start sniffing out some of these plays earlier, then you can start being a dominant player at your position. And there, uh, you know, again, it's watching him, repetitions, and practice. Um, you know. If if you're lucky enough to play on a team where you can go offense against defense, get live reps, and see, that's what's uh, amazing, and I'm going to speak for my team because I don't know what other teams out there do. We've never had enough, never, in the history of the Tri-Cities Thunder, have we had enough players to line up an offense and a defense. Now we usually line up in an offense, and we'll have uh, maybe a couple assistant coaches or have some help out there. And a few other girls line up here and there, and and we'll play. You know, we'll run if we want to run defense. We'll set up our defense, and we'll run. Um, you know, the same guys that was helping before, and then different girls only play offense and. We'll run a few plays against her. That's it, and and that's what. And I'm telling you, people don't realize what a disadvantage that is, and it's a huge disadvantage. So, you know, for and I'm I'm gonna toot my own horn a little bit here for us to have the success we've had over the years, and this past year, it it's a tribute to you know the how hard we work and the players uh, that do show up. And, and giving it all and and being tough. And I'm i I'm telling you, I played them on high school teams and you know, that was something that we did every single day was line up uh offense against defense and then swap over. And uh, you know, we'd always have the defense uh set up like the team we were gonna play and that's what our offense done. Then we do on defense wait. Well, if you're a small team, uh, like our team, and I know there's other teams out there, we're just not in the same boat. You don't get to do that, it's tough, because I'm going to tell you something, I've got some players that can really imagine seeing somebody in front of them and what they need to do to make a play, and then I've got some girls that can't comprehend it, I mean, that just literally cannot comprehend that. And and that is tough. you talking about setting you back. So when you go to a scrimmage, if you can find these scrimmage games, if you go to a scrimmage where you don't get to it, and then the first time you see the field, they're going to make a lot of mistakes because they, they've not seen it. They can't imagine Bob being out there. You know, that's what our imaginary person we call is Bob. They can't imagine seeing Bob out there. So it, it's tough. And, and if you can, you know, have an offense and defense or at least have, you know, 11 uh, players on each side of the ball and eight or nine over there, you, you can do lots of things. And, uh, it'll, it'll be, um, you know, it, it'll make you a lot better. I firmly believe without a shadow of a doubt, um, as good a defense as we had this past year. And the only repetition they got was we had two scrimmages. And, uh, one of them, some of the players that ended up playing the whole year wasn't even that. And, the other, well, uh, the other one, well, there was two scrimmage. A lot of them that. But that's the only work they had before we went to game. And that's tough. And we created 31 turnovers, I believe. And uh, so it, people don't realize, well, they kept watch you play, man, that offense needs work, defense needs work, and, yeah, you're right. But I'll tell you what, when you ain't got nobody to work against but a bunch of uh, fire out there and imaginary bobs, it makes it really tough to get anything going. So, um, you know, <laughs> those teams that I'm, I'm sure these bigger teams have just practice squads. I, I, I can't imagine having enough to where you have a practice defense and a practice offense to go against your starting offense and defense. That's that's unbelievable. I mean I, I know when I was in high school, uh when I was a sophomore we had like fifty players and, and uh we sorta of did that. But when I was a junior and senior we got down there to about twenty five and we just barely had enough to go against one another so um it it really is tough and, and that's what makes it when I say you got to show up all the time, and, you know, a lot of people say, man, that dude, he just harps and harps and harps on us. But just imagine this. If if you show up and you practice and we work on things, you gain a lot of knowledge. Most of these, a lot of these, I say most, a lot of these girls, don't have much football knowledge to begin with, so then when they miss practice, they just get that much farther behind and I cannot get that through to a lot of them that it you're not hurting me by not showing up. you're not hurting your other coach, you're hurting yourself and your team, and you know when all said nothing, they're all in it together, so um everybody you know needs to be accountable and if if you are I'm telling you. You're gonna uh, you're gonna make some good players. If if you're not, I, I call it selfishness. Uh, you know, a lot of people rather uh, not show up and and see other people not succeed and and all that. And uh, as to do that, think somebody was gonna get better than them. And uh, that drives me crazy. So show up, be be accountable the hustle, and you make you a good defensive player. Um, Getting back, you know, to when uh, now, I'd say these teams, the the culture has changed. When I first seen football, it was probably uh, 75 or 80 to 20 whatever run versus pass. And I'd say a lot of teams are 50-50 now, Uh, depending on how good a quarterback and receiver you got. Um, And and like I said, I'd say Fayetteville was probably 60 or 70, 30, you know, so um, if and I don't blame them, I mean if I have that caliber quarterback and that caliber receiver, hey, I, I'd be throwing it every down too, I like to throw it, um, one of my favorite players is Dan Marino. well he is my favorite all-time player um, and they threw it a bunch and uh, but you got to be able to run it and when when they needed them to run it, they couldn't. So, and, but when you can throw it, man, you put a lot of pressure on those defensive backs. And uh, in the women's league, there's usually not a, uh, a lot of girls that can, with speed and knowledge, that can play defensive back against a uh, lot of good receivers. So uh, it puts a lot of pressure on the opposing team if you can throw it. You know, it's no different than uh, if the team doesn't have very many big or tough girls and you got a couple big bruisers, running backs
0: and
1: you just pound it out them the whole game. They, they can't take it. You know, it's the same. You do the same thing to them, but they're throwing it every down. You take the air out of them. So, um, I like to throw it. I mean, if, if I had the personnel, uh, we'd be a 70-30-2 you know, you have to have a good quarterback that can throw, make all the throws, make good decisions with the ball, not just throw it around. Um, so, you know, that that means, means a lot. And now there there's a lot of these great quarterbacks that have retired this year, even off these bigger teams. So, you know, it may be uh, transitioning back around. You know, everything seems to – uh sort of go full circle about uh, how you uh, um, do things so with all those i think there's four or five probably girls they had a women's Hall of fame would probably be in it quarterbacks that retired so um it might be um going back to, back to the old run it ever played so um, you know. If, if you want to have a good defense, I'm, I'm going to tell you this is my suggestion, is first of all, get absolutely in the best shape possible. Get a lot faster. You know, um, get tougher. And I know there's say, way to get tougher. You just have to get tougher. I mean, you have to beat yourself up. You have to mentally get prepared as well, physically get prepared. Um, you know, you got to be able to go out there and play 100%. Now, when you watch – I want you to think about this a minute. When you watch an offense play, there's only three positions that they sub at. That's quarterback, tight end, and running back on offense. On defense, there's usually two positions they sub at. That's defense tackle and defensive end. They don't sub no linebackers. They usually don't sub no cornerback, unless they run a nickel package, and they might take a linebacker off and put in a, another defensive back. Most of the time, they keep those linebackers in there and those defensive backs in there. Those receivers are running routes at them all the time. Let's thank you. have a to see you. They're running you know, for instance, the Cowboys. I'm just throwing them out
0: there.
1: Yeah, they probably got six good receivers.
0: They
1: run three, three Creek plays. Swap out. Those same DBs are in there. They're still covering the same guy. They got to be in some kind of shape. Those linebackers. They're the ones making most of the plays. They're taking all that heavy hit. They got to be tough and in shape, taking those legs those defensive linemen, defensive ends, they're down there in the trenches, um, where they're having to exert all that energy and, and chase those people around, they suck those in and out. So you, you see those on those oh, the running backs, line back, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends on offense and defensive tackles and defensive ends on defense. So and I'll tell you, if you can get shape and be tough and play a hundred percent on every single play. You're going to be good. And uh, don't take any plays off. That that's a big no-no for me. I I'd rather you come to the side. I would rather play with ten out there, giving me a hundred percent. Though I had ten giving a hundred percent, one giving fifty. I'd rather play with ten. So don't take any plays off. If you need out. Get to the sideline. I know a lot of these girls, I hate to come out, hate to come out, but just think if you can't, you're just hurting your team. Somebody maybe 100% ain't as good as your 100%, their 100% is better than your 50%. So don't be a selfish player. Be smart, you know, don't take those plays off. And I'm telling you, you, you will be a good defensive player. So. You know, the three things that I want my players to be, smart, tough, and willing to give everything they have, every single play. I'm going to tell you, if you get those three things on defense from all your players, you're going to have a dominant defense. There's no no doubt in my mind. So um, that's the answer to my opinion to the two topics tonight. Um, I'd like to say that uh, – you know, we I I think we gotta we're building a pretty good offense and, and uh end of the year with a really good defense. We've lost a few key players. Um I'm hoping that we're gonna replace those with some key players that we're getting. Um, you never know how things are. Um something happens here, something happens there, you gotta back up a But um our, you know, we're we're gonna do our best. Again, you, you can't do it with only a handful of people there. If you only got 14 players, then you need 14 at practice. And that means most of them are going to be playing both ways. So you don't have very many subs. What does that mean? You got to get in shape, you know. Nobody hates. i I tell you some people like to run and get in shape. But you know what? I, I hate it anymore, and it shows. But I'm going to tell you, when I play, I was in the best shape of my life and and I give it everything. And that's what I want from these girls. I w I don't expect every player to give me the the same thing as another player except the hustle and and the you know, that, that kind of stuff. You, you can't, you know, you got certain players that that are just better than others and that are faster than others. And, and some of them are never going to be that fast. But give me your 100% of how fast you are. You know, give me 100% of you catching the ball, of you running the ball. And and I'm going to take that, and I'm going to live with it. And we're going to figure out ways to play to your strong suit. But if you're not there... I can't. And if you're not in shape, I can't. You know, there's some girls that I haven't seen. Uh, we've had a lot of workouts, and I haven't seen any of them, and, and I couldn't tell you how long. And I just about bet you they probably haven't been doing much. And we got to practice Saturday, and I'd say it's going to show. So, you know what? Uh, you got a few days, and then if you want to try to get out there in the cold weather, get you some kind of – running or walking or whatever you like to do and um, go ahead and get out there. So, uh, um, before I start answering any questions, I did want to, um, congratulate Mary Hughes boys and girls on their tournament championship wins at the Bojangles Christmas classic at Jonesboro middle school. Um, I know I've been going to a lot of these games and talking about a lot of these, um, players that play for them. And, um, I went down there and watched a lot of the games, period. Not just there, but a lot of the games. And It was supposed to be in a blind bracket, and of course, you know, it wasn't. They had the toughest road through there. And you know what's amazing? Is it's me and Jennifer sitting there watching these games. and it, People hate great. People hate good teams. When you start getting And it's taken me a long time to realize, when you start making people jealous of you, when you start making people hate you, you know you're doing things right because you're getting better or you're good or whatever, because most people can't stand it. If they're not some kind of affiliated directly with you, they can't stand it. And, you know, we heard some older people, and they – they were for anybody that played Mary Hughes, you know. Uh, they only played these. They only played that. Well, let me tell you something. The, the boys had a tough road to hoe. The boys played, I guess, three or four games that uh, if they any of those other teams was on the other side of the bracket, they would have probably wound up in the championship game. Uh, they actually got challenged by T.A. Duggar and only won by like seven points, I believe. So um it was it was tough but I'm gonna tell you, it was good for them. I I was I mean, they didn't play the greatest. There was a couple games uh, that they didn't play too great. Uh my brother went there, he was in Vegas for uh work or uh or whatever and uh, he went there and he's usually the cog to their defense and they just sort of went through the motions and, and uh, barely pulled out the win. Now the rest of the time they sort of creased a bit. It wasn't even close. But,
0: uh,
1: it, uh, you know, it's about to get down to the nitty-gritty here, end of the year uh, for the middle school, the state or county tournaments, whatever they're getting ready to start playing in. Um, they're getting ready to see, probably not for a game or two, but a little bit down the road. They're uh, they're probably gonna see a little bit of competition. So uh, um, they went on to win about third or forty in the championship game. I'm not sure. Um, it was a blowout, but uh, the girls they they never even got challenged. Uh, even though they were on the tough side of the bracket, they they didn't get challenged. Now they didn't play great every game, but they got three girls that you know most teams have a couple players. They've got three girls that are that much better than everybody else. And and if the other team has one dominant player, um, Coach Hare he usually puts Riley Nelson on that player and she shoots shut them down. Uh, I know two games in a row, I can't remember who they played, who the teams were, but uh, they're two best players. uh, He put Riley on them, and I think they had like six and seven points or something, Uh, you know, I know a lot of people don't know who she is, but she she's a hustler. I'm gonna tell you right now, she's the kind of player that I would want on, on my football team because she does whatever she's asked. Um, she uh, she needs to play um, man, uh, you know, man to man, or she needs to play zone. She gets all a lot of rebounds, blocks a lot of shots, uh, doesn't shoot that much always looking to pass the ball, uh, good ball hammer and she's a hustler. So, you know, she she definitely can play on both sides of the ball. So uh my hat's off to them. Uh they went down the Army course. They were the two best teams in the tournament. They should've won it and uh and they did. But sometimes you can, you know, just like I said earlier, just cause you're supposed to win don't mean anything. That's why they play the game. Uh, foul trouble here, foul trouble there. Get a player hurt here and there. You know it changes everything. So uh, they held in there strong and and uh, end up winning on both sides of the ball. Um, so the the uh, USWFL, um, we're getting ready to. Um, we're not too far from releasing every team. You know that's actually in the. USWFL for the 2018 season. So, um, we're going to hopefully have a schedule out middle of January and, uh, you know, get everybody. Um, I know most team people, I say, hey, what league are you in? You know, who, who do you play and that kind of stuff. So, we're excited about all the teams. Uh, we've actually had some minors. From a couple teams this week And a couple teams last week So the um, uh, Closing day to, uh, Final day to get into our league Right around the corner And uh, we're excited about it I'll tell you we're, There's going to be There's a lot of people um, Think they know about women's football That really don't know anything about women's football uh, This USWFL Is going to be tough I'm Mr. you if you win a Division Three or Division Two championship in it, you can say you've got a good team. Um, if You go undefeated, man. I'm telling you, there is a really, really lot of good teams in it. And, and like I said, we're getting more in it every day and more interest. So, um, you know, if you're if you're interested in checking us out, go you know, to uswfl.net dot net and uh, or four two three seven nine seven zero zero one four. Uh so um if you're if you're interested, uh we have got some interest from some teams that can really help us for certain areas. Um we can you to schedule and fit it into things you know you we like done and we'd be glad to have you. Uh, I'm not gonna take you if I can't get you gang. I don't care what. You know, it's just the way I like to do things and we've heard too much of Stuff over the years and it not to come true. So, uh, if your team out there, um, you're interested, like I say, you reach the uswfl.net or 423 797 four two three seven nine seven zero zero one four. Give us a call pretty quick because uh, I like to say the, the wind is getting close, so uh, not too far from shutting. Uh, also, Tri City Thunder our first official practice. This Saturday, the moment I've been waiting for since we hoisted up that trophy last year. Um, you know, the, I always said if I ever won a championship, I, I'd probably retire. But the the drive, this what's keeping me alive. And I'm I'm ready to get after these little workouts and stuff. handful of people showing up here and there. Every girl on the team, that's when we're going to get to hit and all that. Well, December 30th, which is this Saturday, at one thirty, is the day. So, uh, if you're a player out there, you're not happy where you're playing, check us out. Try to see thunder Women's Football, or you can call me at four two three Uh We'd be glad to have you. If you're serious about playing, want to work at it, give 100%. We're glad to have you. If you ain't one of those kind, don't waste your time or mine, cause uh, I ain't I ain't about doing a bunch of babysitting, Kissing no high ends. Uh, everybody's equal. Uh, we got a lot of girls gonna be fighting for the same jobs. Uh, hopefully, we'll have more players this year. You know, over the years past, it's just been uh, you show up and you can play here, then then you're gonna play there. Well, guess what? If everybody shows up that, that, that's told me they're going to show up, it's going to be a little bit different this year. And that's what makes you great. Competition is a great thing. Now, being able to mentally handle that competition is something else. You know, being able to know, hey, I've been the starting such and such for two or three years. Now, all of a sudden, somebody new coming in here and they're going to take your position. Are you gonna to rise to the occasion or are you just gonna up and buck and quit and go home? That's where it makes the difference. Uh, you know, it's it's almost January. Uh we don't play till the end of March really. First to the last day of March, so almost April. So there's three full months for you to work on getting that starting position you want or a starting position that we might feel you fit in better. Uh, I know a lot of people, you know, just have to play here and there, but, you know, it's kind of a deal. We sometimes have to move you to where we think you fit best. And, you know, if you'd rather ride the pine because you don't want to play there, then that's up to you. I'm sure there's somebody else that would be glad to fit uh, in there. So I'm really excited about this Saturday. You get to see a lot of the old familiar faces and some new ones as well. Uh, we do have um, – if they show up, and I believe they will, some new players going our team that have played other places. Uh, we seem to get one or two of them a year, um, usually not happy where they're at. Um, we we take and make great players of them. I'm not tooting our on saying we, we're great. We don't do anything anybody else don't do. We just do the things they want to. And uh, so – You know, we don't let the tail wag the dog around here, and it ain't going to start. So, you know, that's the problem with a lot of these teams and big organizations. So um, we're hoping to uh, get us another championship. I know every team out there that we're going to play, hoping the same thing, and uh, they should be. And you know what? We've got an opportunity to have a better team than we've ever had. But we will only accomplish that goal through dedication and hard work. That's the only thing. There's no other way. I don't care how good you are. If you're not safe. you're not dedicated, and you're not willing to work hard, you're at the wrong place. You're you're not uh, you're not going to be a cog in this wheel. Uh, and that's the only way to win. I'm telling you. It ain't just for me. My team. It's it's that way, period. So, you know, if you're if you're serious about playing, then hey, we we love that. But if you ain't, or you're on that fence, just stay where you at. Don't make that move, so you're gonna be disappointed. Last year this time, we had shoot, we probably had twenty five or thirty. We went to one scrimmage, uh, had five or six. We'd come home. I think it was seven, actually quit the very next day, wasn't tough enough to handle, did not the way, we, uh, the way that I did things, I was the only coach at the time, they just like the way I did
0: things, so you
1: know what, they moved on, I'm glad they did, they went on to win one game, we went on to beat USWFL Division Three Iron Woman Champions, so you know what, to each his own. Not everybody wants to be held accountable. Not everybody wants to be dedicated and work that hard. So we demand a lot around here. Maybe that's why we don't have very many. But when uh, when I'm said, uh when I get done with this, I want everybody to remember one thing about me. That hey, that guy did it the right way. He didn't let nobody run over him. He called the shots. They did things the way they wanted to. They won championships. They won a lot of games. Um, And I I firmly believe that's the only way to go. So, um, all right, that being said, I've got three or four questions here, um, and I'm going to answer. One of them is actually somehow or another, we missed it last week or something, I'm not sure, but it's from the Pats fan. want to know what I thought about the catch that actually wasn't a catch against Pittsburgh. (laughs) <laughs> well I, I like the pat better than Pittsburgh obviously um, I've got a few players that are just opposite, matter in fact, I don't know that I've got a player on the team that likes the pat so but for for me personally uh with with the way the rules are set up, I thought they made the right call um now I know. Uh, you can have control of the ball, and it hit the ground. But when I watch that video over and over, even me and Coach Mike had this discussion, our opinions were different on me. He said he didn't think the ball moved. He thought the guy's wrist rolled over. I thought the ball moved. Anytime you get movement, when that ball is on the ground, they're going to call it incomplete. Um, they always say, you got the – complete the catch through the ground, through the fall, and that guy did not, and, uh, you know, I I went on that and I was telling Jennifer that I did not know this, um, but one of those announcers that announced the uh, pass game this week, I guess it was Tony Romo, said that Bill Belichick, that's one of his biggest things, that you do not. Extend that ball around the goal line. I mean, too many times we've seen uh, uh, Derek Carr against the Cowboys stretch it out there and lose it. You know, you're right at the one yard line. Instead, it becomes a touchback. You know, it seems like every time somebody stretches that ball out, when they're getting tackled or they're in traffic or something bad happens, and uh, they actually said that Bill Belichick said that that was uh, uh, one of their – a no no for them. So I didn't uh, I didn't know that. So and I'm I'm a Bill Chick fan. I I uh, I think he's a great coach. I know a lot of people don't like him, but uh, he's passionate about what he does. He's an no cheeks kind of guy. and That's what I like.
0: Um
1: so I myself thought it was the right call. I'm sure uh, come Thursday I'll ask a couple of my Steelers fans and they're gonna say it's a terrible call. Um, so and I know you're a Pants fan, so I'm sure you, you like the call as well. Um but I I'm gonna tell you the the call that I didn't like was them going down the ball and then trying to run a slant with two players when you're running right into the middle of all the New England players. If you're going to run that kind of play, I would have threw uh, uh, something to the outside and uh, maybe been the one-on-one situation. But then again, what do what, I know? Uh, those guys make millions, and I'm just an armchair quarterback, I guess. So that's um, just what I think. I didn't like to call that uh, you know, ended to put the icing on the cake for the game. Uh, when I rewind that game in my mind. I told everybody um, in certain situations, <clears throat> you might have went for that. But when Pittsburgh, New England only stopped them one time in the three and out. So, they pretty much just drove up and down the field, did everything they wanted to do. Um, why not kick field goal, play for overtime? I'm not a big field goal. Person, but in you know those situations, they've got great kickers um your defense has played well the whole game, your offense played well. Uh, I just think you came up with something better than that um, but as far as the question goes, i, be, I believe it was the right call, so um what I believe and I guess a dollar you can make a phone call, so um, there you go, appreciate the. The question, sorry, we missed it last week somehow, um, but we did get it in here. All right, now the next question is, what kind of offense do you like to run the best and why? Well, you know, uh, earlier I said, you know, I, I, I mean, I would like to run a, a pure spread, you know, be a, I would like the people to say, hey, man, you go play them. You better be prepared. You're going to throw it 70 times again, 70% of the time. But we we don't have that kind of personnel. Um, we got several running backs, we got several good linemen, um hoping to have some good tight ends. So, you know, we're probably gonna run a, a one uh back set with a tight end, maybe two tight ends and a couple receivers or, or you know, may run a pro set and, and only one receiver and two tight ends. So, um and why is is because of the personnel I have. Um, that's, you know, you have to, again, I can't stress that enough. You have to play to your strength and your personnel. And uh, if you got a quarterback, you can throw it on on the queue every time. and can throw it 60 or 70 yards. And, hey, I'm going to be uh, stretching the field as much as possible. You have to find other ways to, to move the ball and, uh, Uh, passes that you can get the quarterback you have in a rhythm with. Uh, Let them running back take over. Let them offensive linemen work hard. Get down there in the trenches and get after it. Wire down those big defensive linemen. That's one thing I've learned about women's football is those defensive linemen are usually way out shape and won't get shape, And that keeps them from being great. I'm just telling you, I've seen lots of them that are really, really good for probably about the first quarter, first half of the game, they're dominant. And if they have to play any offense or any special team, at third and fourth quarter, if you stay after them, you've got a walk. Um, so, you know, if that's your strength, know that, take advantage of it, you know. And um, that's sort of – that's probably our strength is – is running the ball and uh, just because of the personnel we got, I mean, we're going to have uh, probably four running backs uh, competing for the job, whether we run one or two backs, or an eye, or uh, whatever, you know, we might try to. Uh, Get them on the field at the same time, so they're all different in their own right. They're all uh, really good in their own right. I mean, there's none before the same type of runner, and so you know it's going to be a different situation where we use them different and that kind of stuff. But um, so as to what kind of offense I would, I like to run. I like to run a, a, a spread. I like to be a passing team, but we don't have that personnel right at the moment. It could, things could change in the next few days, but, you know, and uh, so we're going to play to our strengths, and uh, that's just old-fashioned football lineup. Let your offensive linemen do what they do, and your running backs do what they do. So, uh, that's the that's the best I can tell you. Um, the next question: I see. Uh, what kind of defense do you think works the best in women's football? And why? Ooh, well, I I don't. You know that's a tough question. Um, we run a different kind of defense, and I'm I'm not gonna really say what we run. Um, um, I sort of come up with it uh um, this past off season just thinking about it, just trying to do a little few things different. But you know, most, most of the teams run a, a four or three. Um, that's what most of them run is a is a four or three defense. And hey, that's a good defense. And again, if you've got some really good tackles and some good DN that's a, that's a great defense and you can definitely um do a lot of damage stopping the run up the middle. But if you if you got if you play somebody that's got some good running backs that can get on the edges, then that's you know that, that sort of hurts you having uh, playing that stone. Now, like I said earlier, I have seen them run a five-two. I've seen them run six-one. I've seen them put seven people up there on the line of scrimmage and move the safeties up in the box, and uh, you know, get these run-heavy teams and. I mean, where they just run right up the middle, everybody just wedges in there, and uh, that kind of stuff. So, you know, it, it's it's tough. I mean, I, I definitely, um, um, you know, run something different than, than a lot of people do. And, and I and I do remember that one of the girls that, that quit after the scrimmage that, that didn't uh, like the way I did things. She she told me after scrimmage that. My defense was a joke, and it would never work and uh, you know but she she's only that was only her second year playing, she knew everything, so she went on to play for another team, like I said, in two years, I think they won one or two games, and you know what we did this year, so you know what and you gotta do whatever um play whatever defense. You have personnel again. um, You know, a lot of old school coaches, you know, they won't change. Here's what we're going to run. You know, like when Jennifer played its train, that's one thing I keep talking about running that wedge. Um, He he just would not change the offense. um, He had a few girls. He could have played different scenarios I thought. Uh, He would change the defense. He he always wanted to put his best linebacker on one side of the field. I just I never did never did understand that but um you know, everybody likes to do different things and, and I wish I could say that that uh you know, I like I said, I'm not gonna give away what I do on here, um, uh, because I don't you know, just don't want to give everybody a heads up. I mean they might already know but um I don't wanna I don't want to give what we're doing away. So, all right. The next question is from Stephanie. It says uh, I know a coach that constantly ran the wing tee and was successful. Do you have a favorite play? Well, <laughs> this past year, our favorite play was the dive play. You know, it seemed to be uh, what was working. Uh, and, I, and like I said again. You've got some big offensive linemen that um, can run block and a big bruising running back that stuff it up in there. You can really, really wear down a defense. And you can really, really uh, wear down um, those big girls playing up in the middle. And, you know, that's that's what you want to. That's what you want to do is you want to find those matchups. And, hey, yeah, here, here's the thing. People People think you have – and don't get me wrong. People think if you don't score on every player, you don't get 10 yards on every play, then the play was not successful. But if you're getting three or four yards to carry, man, you, you don't ever even have to change, you know. So, I mean, we did this in a game this past year is, uh, you know, they were double covering our – our receiver. Um, over top, they ran the safety over top and playing her straight up on the line of scrimmage. Well, we couldn't get her the ball.
0: <laughs> well,
1: they kept playing. So we kept pounding the ball. Kept pounding the ball. Kept pounding the ball. They either had to, you know, they had to do something. They could sit back and give us four or five yards at a time and we keep picking up first downs or they could move those safeties back up there in the box and try to set our run down. Well, that's what they did. As soon as they did that, we threw it over their head. So, you know, it, it's a catch-22 uh, situation. Um, what kind of uh, play, do you, you know, like run like I, – I, I like if I'm on the option. You know, I, I really – I know a lot of people don't like that kind of stuff, but I like watching Georgia Tech and Navy and Army, even though I know – you're saying, well, man, you just said you the spread guy, and I am, but I like watching good running games work. When you got all those options and it works to a T, it works great. You know, back in the day, Nebraska was ear, uh but he used to run that option, and he uh, could take it from anywhere. Um You know, so uh, my two favorite players in the NFL is Dan Marino, which is a pocket passer, and Earl Campbell, which was a big bruiser running back. So I got two different players from two different teams and two different styles. So, um, but I, I just, personally, I don't have a, uh, a personal put, you know, a personal favorite, uh, just whichever one works the best, the most, that, that's my favorite. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of those coaches, I mean, I, I know even in high school, you know, we our coach had loved the same play. Even with that work, we still run, you know. And if you don't I, – and I never did understand it because – If you run a play and it works sometimes, yeah, you keep going back to it after you mix up. But if you're running something that don't work, I I don't understand why you keep running it. I mean, if you run it and uh, you end up punting or you change it up, then you end up punting. uh, What's the difference, you know? So, I I don't really see the difference as a player. I didn't as a coach I don't see the difference and if you if you wind up punting, you're winding up punting Either, either way. So um, uh, you know, that's uh that's my theory on that kind of stuff and I I like to do unconditional um stuff like offense. I like to try to come up with my own things, see other people's and get ideas and this defense. Um, it's really unconditional. And uh, you know, it it works for us because of the personnel we have. And and that's all I'm gonna say. Um, I I don't have any favorite plays besides the ones that work. Uh, I wish I could uh, give you something better than that, Stephanie. And I I do appreciate you sending in a question and and listening to the show. And I'm not sure where you're at, but I really do appreciate it. Uh, thank you for taking the time to to send that in. I'd like to thank J.C. Hawk Sports Network for uh, letting us do this every Tuesday night. Um, Next week, I'm gonna have more to talk about because uh, we've had the. Uh, well, by then we will have had our first official practice, so I'm really excited. I know I've been under the weather a little bit, probably ain't gonna get no better. It's cold, and around here, it's supposed to, the weather's supposed to get bad, but I'm excited about the our opportunity. So, uh, if you play for me. You better be getting excited as well. So um, thank you, everybody, for listening. I said, thank J.C. Hawk Sports Network. Um, remember the USWFL website, and Tri-City Thunder, if you're interested in those two. We'd love to have uh, them next Tuesday night. Take care.